Welcome to this very special podcast. We are your hosts. I am Charlotte. And I am Jonathan. And our mission with this show is to help you integrate your heart, body, mind and soul. We believe one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is the gift of wholeness through integrating all aspects of what it means to be human. Your journey to become even healthier and happier starts right now. Welcome to Wellness Theory, the podcast. Welcome, welcome. Today we're going to be speaking to you about where to begin when it comes to integrated wellness. We know most people want to change, but they just don't know where to start. Oh yes, so true, isn't it? So we're going to share exactly where you need to start for this integrated approach. We're going to share with you in today's episode something really, really cool that we've been really excited to share with you, and we're going to make sure that you get it at the end of this uh, episode. So what you know, one of the things that we've really obviously learned and, and understood from working with so many people is that to get results, we need to know where somebody is beginning. But that's usually one of the biggest traps that people fall into or it's a step that people tend to miss. And it's really interesting because, I mean, you'll be able to relate to this. If you think about a time when you've just blindly done a workout class or uh, blindly tried this workout because your friend did it, or if you've picked up a self-help book um, to find all these solutions without really accurately defining where it is you're starting from so you can have a unique approach to you. And this is just so common that people miss that step. So our messaging here for you is that you need to know where you are so that you know where you're going. Exactly. And when we when we start working with any client at all, we will audit them and we'll find out where their starting point is. We'll find out where they are in their current reality and we'll meet them where they are as their starting point. And what we're going to share with you is some things that you can do to self-audit. Think coming from a mind, body, heart, and soul approach, thinking about the big picture. Uh, As most people usually neglect one or more of these areas. And by neglecting one or more of these areas, it can create kind of imbalance in that goal of reaching integrated wellness. Definitely, right? It becomes like creates obstacles in Mm. inner conflicts. And we don't even realize it's happening because we're only focused on one thing. So... The first thing that you need to check in with yourself or self audit on. So we're giving you the tools so you can do this for yourself, right? So the first thing here is becoming connected with the body, increasing your body awareness. And we don't just mean working out. We mean connecting with what is going on on the inside. What does that look like? You know, what is that connection? Are you even connected to it? Do you, can you understand and feel what's going on on the inside? You know, are you associated with what's happening? Or are you completely disassociated? And what I mean by that is, are you even aware when you have certain sensations? If you feel like a lump in your throat or if you feel like your heart fluttering, are you even aware that's happening? Or do you go straight from zero to 100 and have a reaction without noticing these sensations? Or do you um, feel a little niggle somewhere in the body and you kind of just pass it off and ignore it? Because that's dissociating yourself and disconnecting. And the goal here for anything that you have is to make sure that you're deeply connected so that you can, can connect with what's going on the inside. And another real important thing, as well as sensations and just knowing what's happening on the inside, is being able to feel and becoming aware of what we call your life force energy. Now, this has got many different terms and names depending on which direction you want to think of it. But for the sake here, we can talk about life force energy, just being this this force inside of us that energizes us or not. It's something that's within us that 
is running the show, right? We talk a lot, like, or in like mainstream media and in mainstream health and wellness, we talk a lot about the body and you know the the muscles and the blood and hormones and all of these other things, right? But we sometimes fail to neglect the things that we can't see, and that is something like life force energy. And you can feel this within you if you just have a bit of focus. And I like um, yeah, it's Eckhart Tolle's um, uh, like perspective on this, where he gets you to just focus your attention on your hands. Like you can do this now. Like literally, just focus your attention on your hands and just notice what you feel, because what you feel there is that life force energy. And some people, it might take a little while to actually feel what's going on. For other people, it might just be super simple and they already know what we're talking about when we say life force energy, because that's what gives you that passion and that buzz and that excitement and that expression. So it's important that you start to understand and connect with your body in that sense as well. Definitely. And when we're talking about body awareness, um, so Sean was talking about the inside and that also connects with what's happening on the outside it's as well. Direct reflection. Exactly, direct yeah. reflection. And this is where we talk about um, auditing your movement. Yeah. And this is what so many people forget about and they're not really aware of or focus on is mindful movement. And we do, and the best thing to do is if you're completely new to becoming aware of your body and you've never done anything before, we would definitely recommend you taking a movement assessment to see how your body moves, what feelings your body's feeling through movement and what it all means. And a movement assessment will test your ability to bend, twist, balance, to stand and sit, to create stability in your body, to work on, to, well, to focus on proprioception, coordination, and all these things um, encompass in a movement assessment. And the whole point of this is for you to get a much better connection to your body and become aware of how your body's moving and to be able to listen to your body. And this is the most important thing is to listen to your body. And what I mean by this is our body will have a reaction to every movement we do. And sometimes it's a good reaction, sometimes it's not so great. And our body will tell us and give us um, a sign to say that, but the problem is we don't listen to this sign. And this sign is, you could call it intuition. For example, like you know something is not right, you're doing something and you just know that it doesn't feel right or there's something not going on, but I'm gonna keep doing it. It's because my trainer told me to do it or because I saw it on Instagram and I was told it's the best exercise for fat loss or for building my legs. So I'm gonna do it anyway. And then down the line, you might feel a niggle or you may feel some pain and you go and see a doctor or physio. They start questioning you what you've been doing and you start to realize that I knew that movement, I knew I shouldn't be doing that, but did I did it anyway, <laughs> okay? So you knew deep down something wasn't right, but you still carried on doing it anyway. So this is your body responding and telling you it doesn't like what it's doing. It's not responding well, okay? And you'll know when you are responding well because things flow better, you get quicker results, you feel great, you feel energized. And this is your body's way of telling you, yep, yep, keep doing this, I love it. <laughs> keep giving it some heat. And it's about building, the more you become aware of those sensations, become aware and listen to your body, you start to improve that brain-body connection. Because what's happening when you're doing that movement that your body doesn't like, it sends a signal to the brain. And then the brain sends a signal back and it starts to create this kind of chemical reaction and it starts to give you these emotions, these feelings, these, this intuition. And it's telling you what's, what to do. But when you don't listen and you're just doing what happening on the external, what people are telling you, what you're reading, what you're watching, 
you're not fully connecting with that your body you're not fully connecting your brain body connection and the thing to remember here is there is no one size that fits all and this is very very important there is no one movement you have to do it doesn't exist okay it's very individual and it is very unique to you as um, as a person and by understanding that and listening, you get to find out what movements are good for you, what movements are not so good, what's going to help progress you further in your wellness journey. Definitely. And like John said there, it's like, yeah, if you're brand new, definitely this is the best place to start. But even if you've been like moving for a while, yeah. you're a hero, right? So you've been moving for years, right? So make sure that you are checking in with yourself regularly because those things can change. Well, it might be good for you now is different from what was good for you 10 years ago, right? We've learned that first hand, I think. <laughs> yeah. And I think many people do. They start to realize, okay, well, maybe this is better for what I'm actually trying to achieve now. I'm not trying to achieve the same thing that I was when I was 18 or whatever. Um, but yeah, I love that because it's all about building rapport between mm. brain and body, right? But then taking it to the next level, we want to build that rapport now, not only with the mind and the body, we want to bring that rapport in now to the emotional side as well, so to the heart. We want to make sure that we're feeling what is going on. So we need to start to become aware of the emotions. So this is another thing that you need to check in with yourself on in terms of where to begin. Start to question, are you um, aware of these dominant thoughts um, so, and dominant emotions, right? Because emotions come from your thoughts and we'll talk about more, that more later. But the dominant emotions, they're the ones that are going to be showing up for you and manifesting in your behaviours and in your relationships with the external world. So if you explode at a moment's notice because one person says the smallest thing and it triggers you, that's a sign there that that's a dominant emotion that you're feeling, whatever that is. Maybe it's fear, hurt, sadness, guilt, shame. I don't know what that is for you, but you've got to start to become aware of those. And also start to become aware of what are those sensations that are attached to those emotions as well. Do you get this like fire in your belly feeling when you get angry? Or do you start to feel your heart beating really fast when you feel anxious or you feel fear? Like, do you physically shake? Like, but even if you don't have those deep, deep sensations that are very, very obvious to you, it's important to see how are they transpiring for you? Because it might be that when you feel anxious, you don't have a fluttering heart. Maybe for you, it's a thought that pops up. Maybe for you, it's just the, this intuition like john mentioned earlier, it's this just knowing that something's not right but you can't quite put your finger on it that's where it's really important to dig into those emotions definitely and the question you've got to ask yourself is are you connected with your emotions okay do you do you know what you're feeling and this is very very important because most of us walk around day by day and are completely oblivious to what is actually going on from an emotional perspective, what we're feeling. <laughs> and yeah. it's just, it's important to know this. Many, many times from coaching a lot of people, you know, we'll come across people that just genuinely don't know. They don't know how they're feeling. And it doesn't mean that, that, that there's anything necessarily wrong. It just means that they've got some work to do to explore what that means for them. And for them to start to become a little bit more emotionally intelligent around what they're experiencing. And that's how you can start to integrate all of these things together by just raising that level of awareness. And that's really, really important. So the next thing is, uh, like I kind of touched on a second ago, is thoughts being aware of our thoughts now this is key and it's an absolute game changer isn't it definitely and it's one thing you want to become aware of is the unserving or limiting 
thought processes that are running through your head all the time. And these, they're, 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 they're all there. All there. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got them. Yep. And the, these limiting things, they're stopping you from progressing. They're stopping you from moving forward with whatever you're trying to do in your life. And these can affect everything. Okay, it can affect your movement, it can affect your results. And how it does this is by your thoughts trigger emotional states within you. And these emotional states send strong or weak signals to your body. So you send a strong signal to your body, obviously that's a good thing, we want that. We want that strong signal to be able to kind of push us and take action and do it. Or it can send weak signals and have the opposite effect. Um, I'll give you a good example of this. I was training, well, I had a client before he became a client a few years back. Um, who before he came to me was, his goal was to get stronger. Okay, that was his goal, was to build strength, especially in his upper body. And he was basically bench pressing for months and months and months, he got stuck on a certain weight. And for nearly four months, he was stuck on that weight. He couldn't progress any further. Doesn't matter what he was doing, trying all these things that people are telling him to try, all these ticks, uh, tri tricks and tips and tools that he was finding all over the internet. And when, I find, when he finally came to me, the one thing I asked him, first of all, is what was going through his head when he was about to do the exercise. I bet he was like, why are you asking yeah, me this? Yeah. Right? That's and the this, normal response. This is the normal response. Yeah. Why, why does it matter what's going on up here when I'm gonna push something? Because it does matter and you're gonna know why now. So his thought process, as the months went on, his thoughts became more limiting and more limiting. So every time he approached the exercise and he, put, he got to that weight where that was his limit, his thoughts were, this is gonna be hard. I don't know if I can do this. Um, I don't know if I don't know if it's, this is going to happen. Maybe I can't lift it, and the bar will sit like it will kind of press on my chest. I can't actually lift the bar off my chest anymore. Worst case, Worst scenario. case scenario thinking, yeah. And so what I done with him is on the when I got to that point um, into his um, to that exercise, I distracted him by just asking questions as I was loading weight on the bar for every set. Um, so he'd done every set and I was just asking a question, taking his mind off of what he was lifting and making a focus on me, the questions I was asking and the muscles he was supposed to be using. And by the time he came to the end of his last set, he stood up and I asked him to count the weights up. And the weight he lifted was 15% more based on his maximum he'd done just the week before. And he was extremely shocked by the fact he made that progress without even realizing yeah, it. After what, four months? Yeah, after four months, months of being stuck on the same weight and not progressing even by 1%, he progressed by 15%. And when he, he thought I was trying to trick him, he was like, count, he counted the weight again and again. And I just said to him, when I started to explain how his thinking was affecting his strength gains and his progress, he started, uh, that kind of shocked him. And when you start to apply those thought processes and kind of acknowledging those limiting thoughts, but then switching them, flipping them on the head and creating more serving thoughts, his results in the rest of his training started to increase very, very quickly. And that was, and then ever, ever since that day, that, that's all he's been thinking about really, just starting to believe and think about what was what he wanted to happen instead of what could, what, what the worst case, yeah, what he didn't want, or the worst case scenario. That's a really good example, right, isn't it, guys? Because, you know, so many people do this. It might not be on a bench press, but we do this in real life. I can't do, I can't have that conversation with somebody. I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, and these are just limited, limiting thoughts, right? They're thoughts that just don't serve you, that just don't hold a place when it comes to your overall wellness. Because if you feel well, right, and that's what we're talking about with integrated wellness, it's about 
playing at your optimum, feeling your best, being energized and living the life that you want to be living. And that only happens when your thoughts and emotions and movements and everything else is aligned. And that's where we now need to take this to the next level. So being aware of those everyday thoughts is essential. But to step it up a, a notch, we need to start becoming aware of the awareness behind the thoughts. So we all have thoughts, right? All thought forms exist. Let's just pretend and play with this idea that all thought forms exist, meaning I've had a thought and maybe you would have this thought another time, right? Something you're thinking somebody else has thought before, right? You didn't give birth to that specific thought. It's there, out there somewhere, and you've um, know somebody that's experienced it, or maybe you don't know them, but it's out there. But essentially what happens is thoughts pop into our heads. And if we're not aware that these are just thought forms, they're just thought forms that are there, just like the oxygen, right, that we experience and consume, the air that we breathe, it's just there. We don't necessarily, and it just pops in front of us, that particular particle of air, and we breathe it in, right? The same happens in some respect with our thoughts. So the first thought that we have is just a thought. And we don't always have the control over that, right? If a, a pink elephant pops up in front of me now, I'm gonna immediately think of a, a pink elephant, aren't I? Because it's popped into my head because that's what I've seen. So sometimes we don't always have control as to what happens. And I do promise you, pink elephants <laughs> don't pop up in our apartment that often, um, or, <laughs> at all, or at all, to be fair. Um, but essentially what I'm saying here is the second thought becomes something you can control and something you can be aware of. So being aware of the awareness of the thinking is essential because that is where you then get to influence and change the thoughts. So for John's client, he needed to become aware of what was going on and John actually took that role for the client by distracting him so that he didn't think about the thoughts at all and then afterwards he became aware that he was aware of what had happened. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. So that's that's happening because he, he then decided, okay, I need to start buying into this way of thinking instead of this way of thinking. And what that does is it enhances your quality of thinking. And when we have good quality thinking, we get to then live life at a completely different level from a level of creation. And when we go from a level of just being, okay, or doing, let's say more doing, to a place of creation, we then get to be on a completely different level in a completely different realm. And that's where we kind of come into more of the, the spirit side of things when we talk about integrating heart, mind, body, soul, right? It's because we want to really take things to that next level. Definitely. And this takes us into the next section, which is something I want you to think about and ask yourself is how do you fit into the big picture? Again, what is the purpose of everything? What is the purpose of all of this that you're doing? And that's a very big question, very isn't big it, question. right? It can, can get quite deep. So without getting too esoteric here, what we need to understand is that actually our beliefs around what we're really doing here and the purpose behind it acts and serves as our why and our motivation and the reason why we do what we do. So what's really important here is that you start to have an awareness of, have you asked yourself those questions before? How, are you at a point where you question, or oh, who is it I am? What do I stand for? What, what's my role in this world? Because the minute you answer those things in the context of your health and wellness, you get to again create and be from another different, different plane altogether. So 
The purpose here we need to remember is that we're self-auditing. We're just figuring out where we start. So you, it doesn't matter really what the answers are to any of these things, whether it be the big questions of who you are or whether it be that you are in touch with your emotions or not, or if you can bend and twist and coordinate your body in a certain way. It doesn't really matter what the answers are at this point. What matters is that you're aware of them and that you know them. Exactly. And then from from answering these questions and depending on the findings that you get from when you do your self audits, this is going to give you a starting point. It's going to give you an accurate starting point of basically being able to then take action and move forward into integrating that wellness into what you actually want. Yeah, big time. So like John said there, so it integrating it to what you want. Now, very, very commonly, and guys, I know if some of obviously our clients and such are watching, you'll hear that we speak about this often. This is our directional thinking and of what we want or what we don't want. If I say to somebody, what do you want? The chances are they're actually going to tell me everything they don't want before they get to the thing that they actually want. So let me give you an example. So if I say to somebody, um, what is it you want? You know, what do you want to achieve? And they're like, I don't want to feel anxious. I don't want to feel stressed. I don't want to feel overwhelmed. It's like, okay, so what do you want? <laughs> right? And then they'll be like, okay, well, actually, I want to be free from this. I want to be emotionally free. I want to feel these elevated emotions. I want to feel good. I want to thrive. I want to feel energized. Okay, now we're talking. Now we're painting a really nice picture of where we are heading because that is also one of the key fundamentals after self-auditing is to understand where are we going and knowing that we're going towards something. We are not just moving to get away from something that we don't want. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Hey, great. So guys, now it's time to unveil the special thing that Charlotte um, said to you earlier on at the start of what we have for you, what we have created for you. And what that is, is a wellness quiz. Okay, so you've gone through all these questions to self-audit, and now we've basically created a wellness quiz for you that is going to help you assess your current level of wellness. It's going to give you a wellness score that's going to help you discover any potential missing links um, that's going to help you gain a fresh perspective on your wellness and gain insights into kind of where, where to improve and where to create balance, focusing on the mind, body, heart and soul. Because okay, so that integrated wellness perspective. Yeah, you're going to learn how to solve any issues that you're already maybe experiencing just from raising your awareness mm. in the results that you'll receive from that. Um, so really, in summary, guys, what we're saying here is that to know where you're going, you need to know where you are. To get a certain result, you need to be very accurately clear on what is happening for you in the now, because from there you get to influence and acknowledge and move forward and learn and to grow from that standpoint. So take the quiz, okay? Uh, just click and take that link so that it will take you off to that quiz and you'll be able to go through that quiz and see exactly what work it is you might need to be doing so that you can move forwards and stop procrastinating uh, and stop doubting yourself when it comes to your wellness and you can get unique as to what is going to serve you rather than the masses this is made for you specifically awesome all right all right all right so that is it from us for today i hope you enjoyed what we've been speaking about and you've taken away a lot from this um so again if you have any questions please drop us um Drop us a question, drop us, uh, contact us, and we'll be more than happy to assist in any way that we can. Nice. Until next time. Thanks we'll for joining us. Bye.
If you enjoyed this episode, and if you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Please share it with a friend who you think might benefit. Spread the word. That's how we are going to impact the world by helping each other. We appreciate you so much. And as always, unconditional love and wellness.